I'm Jason Ariola, and this is Rock Out With Your Card Out. soundtrack for an arcade game that came out in 1988 called Atomic Robo Kid. We're also going to throw in a couple other versions of this. The game itself came out on the PC Engine, Sega Genesis, the Commodore 64, the Atari ST, the Amiga, and the Sharp X68000. So we're not going to listen to every version of this. We are going to listen to a few. We're actually going to listen to the Arcade, the Genesis, the PC Engine, and the Sharp X68000. Those are the ones that I think there's something salvageable in them, and you'll see what I mean by that in a minute. And we'll kind of go from there. And so what I meant by something to salvage there, normally I like to highlight stuff that's genuinely good and I don't feel it needs to get touched up, but this might be a special instance. There's some really good music in the soundtrack, but let's just say some of the instrument choices knock this down a peg or two. I went through multiple versions of the soundtrack before I decided to settle on doing it this way, and I feel like the arcade original is the best of the bunch overall and still offers the most egregious of offenses as far as the stuff that I feel needs to get corrected. So really, what I think this episode is is a plea to someone give this soundtrack the love it deserves. I know I've got some musicians that listen to this. I beg of you to remix, rearrange, whatever re-needs to be done to get some of the choices uh, that were made in this soundtrack fixed. Uh, Some people accuse the Sega Genesis soundtracks of being a little too farty. Well, This is the problem here. There are some good, clean sounds that are suddenly interrupted by what sounds like Atomic RoboKid farting. There's a particular track that's really good, but has this incredibly prominent bass line that's also just a farty noise throughout the track's length, and I cannot understand that decision for the life of me. Alright, so before we go slogging on uh, the soundtrack itself a little too much as a whole, let's dig into it, shall we? So we're going to listen to most of the system's versions of the tracks. Uh, Again, we're going to go arcade. Genesis, PC Engine, and then X68000 right after. Some of these tracks aren't on other platforms, so obviously I can't put them on here, but it's mostly kind of beat for beat. Every track that we're going to be listening to is on this. So first up, let's go ahead and listen to the main theme and the arcade version of that.
There's a little bit of a staticky sound to it, but for the most part, I don't really have a problem with this version. The fart tone could be toned down a little bit, but this is the very era in which stuff would kind of sound like that. So we kind of sort of just have to roll with it, I suppose. I feel like this is one of the ones where it's a strong enough composition that someone touching it up with more modern sensibilities could really make this thing kick some ass. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and let's listen to the Genesis version next.
All in all, I feel like the Genesis conversion is pretty good. Considering the capabilities of the hardware, I think this one worked out pretty well. So let's go ahead and move on to the PC Engine version. So that's the PC Engine version. Um, let's say it's lacking. I think this is maybe the most generous way of describing that one. It's not nearly as robust as even the Genesis version, and I don't really fault them for trying to make it work, but uh, play to your strengths a little bit more than that. Anyway, let's go ahead and let's listen to the Sharp X68000 version.
So that was the Sharp X68000 version. Um, that's a pretty faithful conversion. Maybe so faithful that it's really barely worth mentioning. Hopefully it'll run contrary a little bit to the rest of the soundtrack and improve the weak areas, but let's not get our hopes up too far, eh? Anyway, let's go ahead and let's move on to BGM-B. Thank you. 
this is the track where we start running into some problems. It starts off really well. Hell, it goes quite a while before it starts with this interjection of fart sounds. I was going to actually play you a little bit there, but I just realized it kind of ended on the fart sounds too. That little... Yeah, but a little fartier sounding, so we're not going to do that. Anyway, it seems like the track kind of loses its way after that and starts with those toots that just feel so off compared to the first 38 seconds of this thing. I feel like the change could be kept without it being so jarring. Again, someone in the OC Remix community should just take a stab at this thing. Alright, let's go ahead and let's move on to the Sega Genesis version.
So, in some ways it's improved because that farting sound isn't quite there, and other ways... Uh, it's a little lifeless because it doesn't have the same amount of channels that the arcade version does. So, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and let's move on to the PC Engine version of Background Music B. PC Engine version, again, is okay, lacking the full sound that the arcade puts out. It does kind of tone back the part that I complained about in the arcade version, so I guess it's at least not as aggressively obnoxious at any point. That's also not really a compliment, so yeah. Uh, next up is the X68000 version of that one.
the X68000 is once again, uh, again, again, pretty faithful with only a couple notes here and there and some percussion bits kind of differentiating this from the arcade version. Unfortunately, that includes the farting sounds. So close, y'all. So, so close. Anyway, let's go ahead and let's move on to background music C, BGM C. I'll probably kind of flip back and forth between saying that. Do you remember the very prominent farting baseline thing I mentioned at the top of the show? Well, here we are. I, for the life of me, cannot figure out how this one got through. Is it bad mixing? Just a poor decision? You could totally have a strong baseline leading the track without it sounding so bad. It really hurts this whole thing. Someone could totally salvage this track. Even versions of this on other systems still sound pretty bad. I mean, we're about to find out uh, how this sounds on other systems, so why don't we go ahead and... Hear how the Genesis version may or may not have flubbed it.
The Genesis version is again much like it was in the last one, uh, not only at least lacking the full sound of the arcade version, but swaps out the farty bassline for instead a wailing higher pitched sound. I, a definite downgrade. As much as the arcade one needs some work, this one needs a lot of work. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and let's move on to the PC Engine version next. Well, the baseline is, let's say, a bit less obnoxious in this one, but the tune as a whole just isn't quite up to snuff here. It's really forgettable. I mean, at least the farty noise is kind of putting something in there that makes you remember the track. I don't think I'd hear this and think, there's something there that I can really work with, um, like the arcade version, if I was, uh, you know, looking at rearranging this myself, something I'm incapable of doing. So anyway, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd put that out there for some of my listeners hopefully maybe somebody can do something with this i would love 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 to see somebody take this and turn this into the soundtrack it really so wants to be it's just ah geez anyway uh let's go ahead and let's move on to the sharp x68000 version
Alright, so did the Sharp X68000 version fix that baseline? Survey says no. It's a minor improvement, but it's still too farty. Uh, to really say this is anything other than a version with a near negligible improvement. I had such high hopes, but I guess that's why I'm hoping someone with some actual musical abilities can do something with these things. Anyway, moving on, let's go ahead and let's listen to the arcade version of the boss theme. Honestly, nothing really bad here. This is a solid boss theme. I don't have a whole hell of a lot to say about it, so I won't belabor the point any longer, and we'll move on to the Genesis version of it. Sorry if that intro was a little jarring, I kind of forgot about that myself. Um, other than that, I kind of feel like the Genesis version actually works out really well, pretty close to the arcade, but it does go a little into the farting lower scale in a few parts. It's not bad, but this is probably the most faithful of the Genesis conversions to the original. Anyway, let's move on to the PC Engine version.
So it doesn't really compare to the arcade version that well, but I feel like this played to the PC Engine's strengths a little bit more. It's an admiral conversion, but again, not particularly noteworthy. Alright, and one more time here, let's listen to the Sharp X68000. <laughs> Alright, I'm pretty sure I put the Sharp X68000 version there. Oh, I did, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, again, spot-on conversion from the arcade, but I kind of wish they had did something a little different with this thing. At least they did make it worse. Sega Genesis, I'm looking at you. Anyway, let's go ahead and let's move on to background music D. Seriously, why couldn't the rest of the soundtrack sound more like this? Granted, this one isn't that strong, but I feel like it's got an 
strong enough driving beat that this would work out pretty well with a different arrangement. Anyway, let's go ahead and... Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even mention that was the arcade version. Um, yeah, so if you're following along and you're not 100% sure, we're literally going in the same order each time. It is arcade, Genesis, PC Engine, and then Sharp X68000. Okay? Anyway, uh, so that was the arcade version, and now let's move on to the Genesis version. <laughs> So, this is another time the Genesis takes another dive in quality. It's not bad, but it definitely doesn't have the same quality sound that the arcade one does. Much like the rest of the soundtrack, it feels a little lifeless compared to the arcade version. So let's go ahead and let's move on to the PC Engine version. Thank you. 
And one more time, the PC Engine does another admirable attempt at this, but unfortunately just doesn't really have the hardware chops to kind of make this one work. So with that, why don't we go ahead and move on to the Sharp X68000 version. like some of the previous tracks, you could completely fool me into thinking that this was the arcade version and not just the Sharp X68000 version. It's kind of so spot on that even in listening to them back to back, I was a little hard pressed to find any real substantial differences. This damn soundtrack is kind of making me want to get a Sharp X68000, but for the amount of money a X68000 goes for, I could pay off a MacBook Air, so why don't we just go ahead and just uh, not do that, huh? Anyway, let's move on to Background Music E, and first up is the arcade version. See, I'm getting better at this. I'm remembering to tell you which version it is before with the arcade one, because that seems to be the only one I'm forgetting. I don't know why I'm talking still. Let's go ahead and listen to the music, huh?
Honestly, I feel like this is the strongest track in the game. There's really nothing I would personally change here, but some slight modernization might make this one stand out even more. Even the couple little instances of some of the fart noises popping up, it's mixed in there, so you kind of barely notice it. I'm not sure, but no, I am sure, actually. No, this is my favorite track on this thing, so yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and let's move on to the Genesis version next. Genesis version is lacking a little bit, but for the most part, I think it's a pretty good conversion. I, honestly, I don't really have any complaints here. The Genesis did what it was capable of, and I think it did it remarkably well, uh, considering when you listen to some of the other conversions that have happened on here from this soundtrack, they, yep, yeah, this one came out pretty well. Anyway, let's go ahead and let's move on to the PC Engine version. Thank you. 
Hey, look, the PC Engine finally does justice to one of these things. I mean, it's still a little bit lacking, but it's way better than nearly every other conversion on the PC Engine we've heard so far. I'm not saying color me impressed, but at least it's easily recognizable this time as to what it's supposed to be. So let's go ahead and let's move on to the Sharp X68000 version again. X68000 version really comes through again. Sounds remarkably similar to the arcade version, again, 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 uh, with only some slightly more muted tones making it clear this is, isn't the arcade version, but all in all, pretty good stuff. Alright, let's go ahead and let's listen to the ending theme now. The arcade version. Yeah, real bad at this still. Anyway, arcade version, ending theme, here we go.
nice sweet ending theme. Nothing particularly stands out about it, but it's still some pretty good stuff. So why don't we go ahead and we'll listen to the Genesis version of this one. isn't quite there, but I sort of like this one a little bit more than the arcade original. It's almost cuter, kind of fits in with the theme of Atomic Robo Kid being kind of cute looking. Anyway, just the sound choice gives this one a bit of a cute sound. Not something you normally get out of a Genesis soundtrack, so kind of a nice unexpected surprise there. Alright, and let's go ahead and PC Engine version next, huh? to see a little bit of a theme with the PC Engine stuff? Yeah, well, I don't think the hardware is really up to the conversion of the soundtrack. I'm sure the hardware can handle the look just fine, but the sound, on the other hand, seems to be an entirely different story. And now, uh, why don't we go ahead and the Sharp X68000 again. Did I just say Sharp X68000? I don't know what just happened there. I think I just, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Sharp X68000 version. Now, go! X68000 version just about hit the spot on again. I 
guess don't complain because things can be a lot worse than simply sounding nearly identical to the original as uh you know the pc engine version proved and to finally wrap up we're going to listen to the name entry theme now this one we're only getting the arcade the pc engine and the x68000 version there was no genesis version of this track that i could find so i'm just going to go ahead and assume it does not exist so first up here we go arcade version of the name entry Honestly, this is a really good track for just entering your name into the leaderboard. It's almost too good for that. I don't know. I don't know how you nail something like this so well and then have something like the baseline in... Yeah, well, you know. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and let's move on to the PC Engine version. Alright, the PC Engine version kind of mangled this one. Alright, might be overstating it a little bit, but this is another instance of the hardware just not having enough oomph behind it to really make it work. Which is unfortunate, because again, I'm pretty fond of that track. Anyway, let's go ahead and for the last track today, it is the Sharp X68000 version. Will it maintain its largely faithful conversion rate that it's done so far? I 
Well, let's find out, huh? seconds of the x68000 version make you think oh hey we've got another real faithful conversion blah what is that sound why is it so garbled yeah it gets better but once those notes hit blah holy hell blah i don't know what happened there it was going so so well for the sharp version wasn't it just anyway so hopefully that's been enough of a little convincing thing that there is some real good stuff in the soundtrack that just needs a little touch-up i suppose uh the Seems like none of the hardware at the time was really capable of doing this. The arcade version has its weaknesses here and there, but for the most part, I dig the way that sounds. The um, Genesis version, for the most part, sounds okay. Just could use a little work. Not really that impressed with it. The PC Engine version... The best way I can put the PC Engine version is... If you think back to one of the Dream Events, the bonus episodes I did, where I covered the many versions of The Boy Who Had Wings, I feel like this is the Famicom version of that track, where a lot of it is, hey, ma, look what I can do, or, you know, hey, you know, trying to get your, like, older brother to pay attention to you, hey, 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 look, 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 look what I can do, look what I can do, and you ultimately get annoyed by it, you're like, yeah, yeah, great, good job, good job, keep trying, yeah, that's fantastic, all right, shut up. Thankfully, uh, uh, Tom Northrup? who used to go by Omega Man ZX, but has sort of uh, gotten away from that moniker for the time being, really showed what the Famicom can do, and kind of, not kind of, really made a good version of the Famicom version of that track. It it really kicks ass. Actually, you know what, let me go ahead and I'll just put it right here, just as a little refresher course in that, okay? So first up, here's the Famicom version.
And here is Tom Northrop's remix that he did, or rearrangement. God, I'm terrible at this. Anyway, uh, here's Tom Northrop's version of The Boy Who Had Wings.
All right, that was Tom Northrup's version of The Boy Who Had Wings. So, you see what I mean? The original Famicom version kind of sounds a little bit like the little brother who was really trying and couldn't quite make it, but you did. You put your best effort there, little buddy. And then Tom kind of just took this version and just nailed it and knocked it out of the park. So, yeah. Anyway, um, if you want to actually support Tom and some of his music and other artwork he does, you can go to patreon.com slash OmegaManZX and check him out over there. I'm a backer there. I just, you know, do a dollar a month just to support him because, you know, he makes some cool music and stuff. And I figure it's like, hey, you know, support the dude. Anyway, uh, speaking of Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash gamesandjunk and uh, help me out over here, right? Right. Anyway, uh, for $3 a month, you will get this show show and higher quality audio all the other shows we do and get early access to the shows before they go live for the rest of the public you know the rest of you plebs who don't pay for this which is most of you so uh, you're not really plebs and i'm not really insulting you just kind of roll with me on this okay anyway uh three dollars a month also gets you a catch-all feed for all the podcasts we do that will also get you access to rock out with your card out dream events which i'm actually going to be taking the free ones down and put them back up behind a paywall permanently so yeah any uh, dream events that will happen from now on will be behind a paywall so just a heads up there so for three dollars a month you can get access to those the full ones i do have like kind of shortened versions of them on the regular feed but those are going to be coming down here in the next week maybe but yeah anyway so for three dollars a month you get that the bonus segments on multimedia failure and uh, i don't know if there's anything else as far as extra content goes we just recorded a game club a few days ago so that'll be coming up pretty soon at the moment we don't have anything planned for the patreon thing for that outside of early access and so say we all a mostly sci-fi podcast i'll be doing here uh is or i am doing here (laughs) uh don't have any bonus segments planned at the moment but i've got some ideas that i'm kind of batting around in my head but we'll see how that goes anyway for five dollars a month that will get a shout out on all the shows we do so i do want to shout out to vanessa cahill john lucero alex messenger and josh carpenter for supporting this and the other three podcasts i do yes three other podcasts i don't know what is wrong with me but apparently i love doing podcasts so anyway that's enough of that plug stuff let's kind of get back to what we were talking about here so ultimately like i said i feel like this is a really good soundtrack and just needs the right musician to kind of get a hold of it work it around a little bit put some like better sounding instrumentation to it get rid of the fart sounds get rid of some of the droning high pitch sounds that the genesis version had and I, I feel like this is something somebody could knock out of the park not easily but with some work unfortunately none of the versions here that we covered today i feel really you can consider definitive i suppose I I try to be as comprehensive as possible when covering these soundtracks. It's just this one, man, I, like I said, I, I love what's kind of there. And there's just those parts here and there that I'm like, Ugh, why are you doing this to me? Oh, Atomic Robo Kid, if only, if only. So hopefully this gets to somebody who's got some musical talents and feels like really putting in some work and might actually come up with a maybe a little known album or a little known soundtrack that gets covered and maybe takes off. I don't know. I'm doing a podcast that doesn't really seem to be taking off either. Anyway. So yeah, atomic robo kid. I wish I could say good stuff, but only kind of good stuff. Good composition, poor execution is kind of how I feel about this whole thing. Um, there's some potential there. It's just, this really needs a little, a uh, little love. So boy, I just hope somebody uh, takes the ball and runs with it on this. That's kind of all I can hope for for Atomic Kid. Otherwise, I feel like I wasted this entire afternoon of me recording and jotting the notes down for this thing. Anyway, so ultimately, I just want to thank you for listening to Rocket With Your Card Out. Again, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Jason Ariola. You can tweet at me over there, maybe run some suggestions by me and stuff like that uh, for music because, you know, I miss some stuff here and there. 
And by some stuff here and there, I mean quite a bit. You can follow the show at Roeco Podcast. Occasionally I'll put a poll up and you might get a little input on the show. That way I will have some games in mind and I will kind of put up a genre or something to that effect up for a poll. And that will decide if I'm kind of flip-flopping as to what the hell I'm going to do that week. I already did all the Patreon plugs, so there's no need to really go over that again. So just patreon.com slash gamesandjunk, and you can support me and the entire website that I run where we also do a bunch of podcasts and some writing and stuff like that. I Yeah, we're getting some writing kind of going back up on a semi-regular basis here, so I'm hoping things can kind of pick up on that front. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully everything will work out, and patreon.com slash gamesandjunk will be the uh, big success that I hope it turns out to be one of these years. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, so... uh so positive in my uh, in my tune there, aren't I? Anyway, just want to thank you for listening still, and I will talk to you next week. That's right, still doing weekly with this bad boy. Not too bad, huh? Great! I knew that groove was in your heart.